Hello, hello, hello. I'm Sadie, and this is Caroline and Annabelle. Whether you're driving, eating, or still in bed, we hope to make your morning just a little bit better. You're listening to the First Period Crew. Everybody, today is the first testing day of finals week. It's Wednesday. Personally, today I have my AP English language and my pre-calculus finals. So that's going to be really, really fun. We have fourth and second and fourth. Second and second and fourth. Okay, yeah. that's nice. I have civics. Um, we're well, we're watching a movie in civics. Um, that's so nice. And we're watching another movie in my material science in fourth. Okay, so, so Sadie is just watching movies today. Okay, but I did have a test yesterday for civics. Okay, which is weird that it was on Tuesday and not on the final period, but whatever. Yeah. No, I had last week in history we had a test on our unit test, and then we also have de- we had debates on yesterday Tuesday, mm. which it yeah was we had actually, an essay due last week. Yeah, it was kind of funny because like there were mini debates and we were debating immigration policy. And so, oh like, God, half the people had to that. do, like, devil's advocate, like, I mean, I guess it depends on what you believe, but, like, mm-hmm. people were saying, like, arguing that we should build a wall or that, like, mm-hmm. we should limit immigration or whatever. Mr. Pujala, right? Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what I had to do. I had I have to argue that, or had to argue about limiting family preferences, and it was just, like, really hard to find an argument, because, like, the other side are just, like, you don't want to keep families together, and I'm like, No. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's it, I don't know. It, I remember that in last year I did that. Very interesting because like, especially you could like very easily tell when people were arguing for something they didn't believe in. Yeah, and it was like no, because on yeah. Monday we were doing prep for the debates in our groups, and we were prepping with we had like groups of three, and then we paired with another group of three that's like the pro or the con side to whatever you're arguing against. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're talking to them while they're right there. And so our side, we were trying to sound, like, all confident because we're like, yeah, we just want to scare them. But, like, we had a weak argument. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But there was nothing, like, what are you going to say? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> keep families apart. And, like, there was really nothing that we could argue about. So yeah. it's really weird. <laughs> um, and then Thursday, we have first, fifth, and seventh periods, which I have. Oh, that's going to be such a good day. Okay, Sadie, why are all your days good? Because I have good classes. Because I have an English <laughs> final, which is going to be bad. Then I have a Spanish test, and then I have seventh off, so that'll be fine. I'll go home at, like, one or something. Yeah, seriously. I have um, radio. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do in two hours of radio. Make some great content for you guys. Yeah, seriously. Also, I have peer mentoring, and then I have drama. Also, guys, on Thursday, the therapy dogs are coming during lunch in the West Gym, all, like, ten of them. That's, like, my favorite day of the year when they bring all the therapy dogs in. You know what's really weird? It's that on Wednesday and Thursday, we have, like, a 40-minute lunch, but it's the whole school. Oh, really? Yeah, and I remember last year, like, my brother and I would go get lunch during finals week, but this year, I don't, don't, there's, like, not time for me to go down to Northwood and drive away, so, like, I'm just going to have to be here. I guess, but that's oh I don't like and then that. on on Friday we have a half day and we just mm-hmm. have third um, and six third and six. So I have physics and graphic design, which would be interesting. I have math, my AP statistics, and we have like a group test, which I think is gonna be fine. Um I like my group, so I think it's gonna be okay. And then I have English and I'm so excited for my English final because we are going over to Northwood and we are um drawing comics with the fifth graders they're drawing 
um, comics about the life of a colonial colonial child because that is what they're like learning about. They're learning about colonism. Is that colonialism? Colonialism. (laughs) But so we get to go over there and have like a group of like five fifth graders and or like three or four fifth graders. That's and really draw comics with them, and I'm so excited. No, for mine, I'm sure you guys also did this last year in Lahari's class, but we're doing an argumentative essay about what oh, our participation mm-hmm, grade should be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys did an essay or a paragraph, but like ours is an essay. It's so funny because like Mr. Lahari, he keeps giving me badges on Schoology. If you don't know, like teachers can award you a badge for like the randomest things. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, and so <laughs> I have three now. I've never had any badges for this year. So I, I have like badges. the Thanksgiving badge, which was he gave it badge. to us after like the, the last day before winter break because we had like 20 minute periods. He's like, thank you guys for coming. I'm giving you this badge. And then he gave me an early bird badge because I always get to the first period early. I want a badge. And then he also gave me the humor badge. <laughs> so I added positive humor to the class. And that one was really funny. I'm looking to see if I have any badges because I really want a badge. And today we check? had a quiz in Mr. Lahri's class and I was like, Oh, I'm so excited for the celebration of learning, because that's what they call quizzes and tests. Oh, and, no. And I was like, if you couldn't tell, that was sarcasm from my humor badge. And he was like, I'm going to take away your humor badge. <laughs> he didn't, though. I so. love Mr. Lahri. Yeah. Anyways. He's so sweet. Going off of the topic of finals week. Sadie, you went to a, what was it called? Theater something? I don't know what it's Thespies. called, guys. The Thespies. Oh, Northwest. I got, okay. I, <laughs> in 2020, I got... The participation badge for my Islander Hour teacher. That's the only badge nice. I have. Nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, can you explain a little bit about the Thespies this year? Yeah. So, um, she put some videos on her TikTok and it was absolutely amazing. So. Yay! So, Thespies is basically just an award for, or like a competition for theater kids. Um, that's like the best way to describe it. But there's like competitions for like acting, um, musical theater, like, competitions for scenic design costume design stage management light design all of the like acting and performing as well as the technical aspects of theater and so you can make the lights fastest like (laughs) no it's like just like designs like okay competitions of their designs okay um there was the regional so i was at the regional competition this weekend and it was from like 9 to 4 30 it was a long day, and yeah. it was in Nathan. It was at Nathan Hale High School in Seattle, and basically, um, we got there. I was competing in three different things, three different events, I guess. Events, I don't know what you call them, but I did a duo musical theater song, a solo musical theater number, as well as monologues. And how the awards work, and how the like grading, I guess you could say, works is you can get. So there's three three judges in every room, like, grading everybody. And you can get fair, good, excellence, or superior. Excellence gets you, like, an award, gets you recognized at the state competition. And superior gets you to be able to perform at state as well as go on to the national competition. So anyone who scores, like, between a 21 and a 24 out of 24... Um, gets a superior and gets to move on. And so I ended up getting excellence on both my duo musical theater as well as my solo musical theater, and I got superior on my monologues. So I will be going to the national competition. That's so exciting. Or international, I should say. When is it? 
It's not till June. Um, the state competition is, or it's the state com isn't really a competition. It's more of like a celebration of like these people like got superior and we'll be moving on to nationals. And it's like a bunch of workshops and you meet a lot of people. It's really really fun. Um, that's in March, and then the international competition is in June. And you know where it is. Um, the international one is in Indiana, oh. University of Indiana in Bloomingdale. Interesting. With me and my friend Annabelle, who also um, got superior Imposter. on her. I know, seriously. Sorry. <laughs> no, when they said they were talking about this over the announcements on Monday, because it mm -hmm. happened over the weekend, mm -hmm. and um, they said Annabelle Bremer, and I was like looking at me. I was like, it's not me, guys. <laughs> There's like two Annabelles in the class I was in. So I was like, neither of us actually. <laughs> Yeah, there was, um, Annabelle Rimmer got superior on her, um, her solo song, her solo musical theater. And so we'll be going, and then Milo Micha Miller also got superior on monologues. So we will all be going down to Indiana in June. That's so much fun. Yeah. I'm excited for State, though, because it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I bet it will. Yeah. Well, obviously, deserved. We know how many hours that he puts into Thanks, guys. the school theater production. I'm only one person, actually. Yeah, this weekend we start tech for our new show, And a Child Shall Lead. Come Ooh. see it. It's, okay. Uh, Let's talk about this show real fast. This show is absolutely incredible. The writing is amazing. But it is a very very heavy topic it's about children in a concentration camp during the holocaust and it's like not what i really like about it is it's not just focusing on the negatives and the deaths and the like horrible horrible things that happened like obviously it does talk about that and a lot of stuff happens throughout the play regarding that but it also shows the light in some aspects like it's all about these children I play a 12 year old um who they use art and poetry and music to like express themselves and like really to stay alive and to like still find ways to like connect with their family members who like they have lost and it's like they create this whole community and family and love within this camp and it's a really really incredible story a really inspiring it's just like it's so good it's I highly recommend to come see it yeah I remember last year when we were learning about the holocaust in both English and history we had mm -hmm. in history we watched Schindler's List which most history classes do here at the high school and um, in English, we had the option to watch like other movies as well. And oh, I remember you guys what it read was called Mouse, right? Um, we read Mouse in, I think, eighth grade or ninth oh. grade. But we read um, Night. Oh, by Night. That's what it was. Elie Wiesel, which was that one's a lot, a lot darker yeah, as well. Yeah, Night. But um, there was one movie that reminded me of the, the play that you were talking about, mm -hmm. and so I don't remember what it was called. But, I mean, that's definitely a common theme. It's like. I think the movie was the parent was trying to kind of shield the child from like the realities of the mm -hmm. concentration camps. And so, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's an incredible story. It's like it's so hard for me as an actor to be like emotionally 
dis detached, 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 detached. It's so hard for me to be emotionally detached during rehearsals and during, um, like shows, I guess. But we haven't performed yet. But, um, just because it's so incredible and so heavy that it's like it's like rehearsals are draining because like the full time I'm putting in like my 110 percent while acting just because it's like you you can't do it any other way Yeah. (laughs) yeah like I was originally really nervous about putting on this play just because it's such a heavy topic but the more we like the closer we get to opening it um one of the um cast members dad actually made a documentary on it it's just like it's a 12 minute documentary we're going to use it for publicity but it's amazing and it's like it's it's so good if you have a chance to watch it watch it cuz it's really good but um <laughs> it's like rehearsals are so emotionally draining because oh wait no 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 I already said that I was gonna say that I was really nervous to put on this show in the beginning just because it's such a hard topic it's so hard to do it's like it's so deep and like for me someone who's not Jewish I like want to do it justice and I want to make sure I'm not like doing anything wrong or things like that um but the more, like, the closer we get to performing, the more grateful I become that I am a part of telling this story and sharing this story because it's truly incredible. <laughs> and yeah. it, that sounds, like, really cheesy, but I'm so grateful to be a part of telling the story. Yeah. And I saw on, I don't know if it was Miss Malgar, her post to Schoology about it. She's like, this is recommended for 12 and older mm-hmm. because... It is hard. We actually had a conversation about this in history and English. Like, Mm -hmm. what age should you start learning about the Holocaust? Because I remember, like, I feel like in elementary school, they kind of ease you into all these, like, terrible things that have happened in the world Mm -hmm. slowly. And then, like, in middle and high school, you start to, like, learn what actually happened in college as well, I'm sure. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's hard to... You don't want to completely scare children, obviously, but I think it's important for them to know... I think what happened as well. Someone in drama brought up a really good point in the documentary. They said, we are constantly learning about all of these deaths and all of the hardships and all of the like terrible, terrible things that um, Jewish people went through in the ho- in the concentration camps and in the Holocaust. But we don't really put faces to those people. And we don't really think about those people as like, people that could be my ancestor like that could be someone in my family yeah um it's like what we learn about is statistics and that's why it's really important to go see things like this watch Sindler's list Mm -hmm. go watch this play read night by ellie wiesel or mouse Mm -hmm. like they put like ellie ellie wiesel's night is a autobiography it's a little bit Mm -hmm. different because obviously he probably does not remember every single thing that happened but like that really makes you think about you know, he was losing, like, his best friend, his mother. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not just thinking about, like, people in Germany or in Poland. Like, those are the people that were mm-hmm. targeted. But, like, you're thinking about this was actually a person. Who had a family, who had 
people that cared for them who had a life. It's like, it just brings a whole nother aspect and brings so much more awareness and prevention from this to like something like this to ever happen again, um, which is good and which is necessary, I think. Um, Another thing that's really cool about the show is all of the, or the majority of the poems, specifically by the ensemble members, um, were written by kids in Terezin, which is the concentration camp, where the the play, I cannot think of the word, the play takes place, um, which I think is yeah. really important and an incredible way to share their story. Something that I think about every time we have Holocaust speakers is mm. that, like, those Holocaust speakers that we're getting now were, like, I don't know, kids, maybe teenagers, but mm-hmm. probably kids, like, three, four, five, while the Holocaust was going on. Mm-hmm. And so we are truly, like, the last generation that's going to get first yeah. accounts of the story. So that's why mm-hmm. it's important for us to learn about it. And, I mean, obviously we have books as well and, mm-hmm. like, probably recordings of these people speaking, but we are the last generation that's actually going to, yeah, like, talk to these people and meet them maybe and, and have direct descendants from people in the holocaust yeah like a lot of people here have maybe grandparents or great-grandparents that were mm-hmm. in the holocaust or their parents like were affected by yeah it. yeah we had a um holocaust survivor come and speak to our drama class when we were first getting into working on the show and i never or i can't remember the like i don't think i've ever had like a person come in person to yeah, talk to us zoom or something. yeah always been like recording or always been on zoom and so especially because it was such like a small space or I guess we were in the theater so it was a big space but like to have like intimate yeah intimate like the amount of people we had I mean there's like 26 people in the drama class and to just listen to her story and listen to her talk and see her like powerpoint like it was truly like it was just like my I don't even know how to describe it, but it was just such a different experience than I had ever gotten in any history class or any English class to actually have a Holocaust survivor speaking to us was such a amazing experience. And I'm so grateful. And like now I feel like I have this responsibility to like help teach and share the other generations um what I've learned from this holocaust survivor and what I've learned from this show really but yeah yeah and I know the same thing reading night like I had to put it down yeah often because there were just something that he would say that was just so I do remember horrifying and horrible to read and like to think about yeah and then I don't think I finished the book yeah I definitely did because I mean, a lot of people I know in my class last year, that was the one book that they're like, I actually read that book because, mm-hmm. like, I, if you don't read that book and you're just, like, doing the work to do the work, like, you're not getting the experience that is yeah necessary I for the think, book. But it's so, like, horrible to read, but, like, it's so important to read as well. Yeah. I think um, another amazing thing that one of my drama people said in the documentary was um 
he noticed how often people tend to shy away from topics like this. Like for me, reading Night was like, I do remember, I can't remember if I finished the book or not specifically because it was so much. Yeah, it's It was really so heavy. intense. And with our show, it is only an hour and 20 minutes long without an intermission. So it's like, it's short, it's fast, but but the intensity of the show like makes up for the length. And it's something that I think if you come see it, it is something that will stay with you for a long while after you see the show. Yeah. I'm in Cast Butterflies. So if you want to see me perform, see Cast Butterflies. But we open on the second. Come see it. And buy your tickets in advance because we have limited seating because we're doing a round theater. So there's seating on three sides of the stage. Mm. Um, Like for the Odyssey? Yeah, it was like the Odyssey. So we only have like 150-ish seats instead of our usual like 500 in the theater. So we have very limited seating. So come buy tickets now. And we are also doing English previews, um, which is fun. I do quite enjoy the English previews where a bunch of English classes come and see the show like or see like snippets of the show. We did it for Odyssey last year as well, but I'll definitely try to go to that show. It seems like a really important topic like Mm -hmm. we've been talking about. And it kind of reminds me of I don't know if you ever watched the video. I don't remember if it was in eighth grade or maybe ninth grade, but or maybe last year. I don't know. But we watched this video like called the paper li- paperclip. Project. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, and so that was when a group of students—I don't remember where—but they decided to kind of dedicate a paperclip to each. Oh my god! Person who was—I don't remember if it was each person who died in the Holocaust or each person who was imprisoned in the Holocaust. But it like they had so many paperclips, you guys, and they had. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to build a container for them, and it really put into perspective, yeah, like, that's, yeah. how many people were actually affected by this To thing actually and, see the number, yeah. like, in the form of a paperclip, paper but the, I do remember that video. If you have not seen that video, look it up. It's and I remember amazing, like, the paperclip project or something. Yeah. <laughs> One of, I remember a couple years ago, I think when we were in ninth grade, we had, like, a whole... Islander Hour session where we had a bunch of different Holocaust speakers, survivors speak to us. And one of them, the one that I went to, I think it was like by Islander Hour or something. And um, I went to the one that he got inspired to write his book by the Paperclip Project, which was really interesting because like a lot of Holocaust survivors, they don't want to share their story because it's something that's so traumatic to them. And my... It's something that they block out. That's what the Holocaust speaker who came and spoke to our drama class said that she didn't start talking about her story until a few years ago yeah no because it's like my dad's godmother I basically I consider her a great-grandma but she was in a Japanese internment camp and I did my culture project on her in seventh grade and I remember like when I was interviewing her that was kind of one of the first times she had told her whole story to anybody Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was with my parents and my brother but I was, like, honored to hear it because she had never really, like, said what happened. She was 16 years old in the camps and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it's something that is so horrible to speak about but so important to speak about at the same time that mm-hmm. people eventually usually do. But there's a lot of stories that we just have never heard and will never If hear. we don't put it into perspective and if we don't talk about these things and if we just shy away from the topic, there is a chance that something like it will happen again. 
Yeah. And like Japanese internment is basically it happening again yeah. in America mm-hmm. um, to a lesser extent, but mm-hmm. still is horrible. And there's all these other, you know, like camps of people in other countries that are still mm-hmm. happening now. And it's just really important to become aware of these things so that we can try to help and, yeah. you know, prevent it in the future. Exactly. Well, this was a lot heavier than we thought yeah. it was going to be, but um, it's important, hopefully if any so. of you are taking a history final, maybe that can help you with your Holocaust part. But, yes. um, but come see the show. It's yes. really, really good. I promise. That's a promise. That's a promise, you guys. She's learned the violin for it. So. I did. I did learn how to play the violin. It was kind of a pain, but it's worth it. I guess. It was. It Yeah. Now I can and say that skill. I learned how to play the violin in two months. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, everybody, I wish you all an amazing finals week. You're going to do great. Remember to go see the dogs on Thursday. Yes. Make sure to take some time to yourself as well. Don't just Mm -hmm. Do not over push yourself. Get sleep. Sleep is important. Yes. At at a certain point, you got to just stop. Like, you got to go do something Don't obsess over the finals. It is not the complete end of the world if you are up till like 3 a.m studying you're gonna probably do worse you're gonna yeah you're gonna probably do worse because then you will not have enough rest so please get rest eat good foods eat breakfast that will help your brain and luckily today we don't start school for three more hours so yeah we have really (laughs) late late start start. (laughs) it's really nice so if you need to do some extra studying really excited you got it now okay okay well you, Sadie, uh, <laughs> for your one final. Yeah. Uh, anyways, as we were saying, thank you for listening, and make sure to keep on Pick listening up. to 88.9 <laughs> The Bridge. Bye.